1: To crack everybody, listen to the Discus Larry Collective podcast. I'm your host Warren, and I'm here with Glenn today, and we are basically just doing a quick. uh, I suppose we're going to aim for a max ten minutes quick review of Raw last night. It was the Go Home edition before WrestleMania, the biggest show of the year, and boy, God, did it disappoint. So, um, before we get into it, if you're watching this on YouTube, drop a like on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and then wherever you get your podcasts, follow us on there. Really helps us out. So, to get into it, I'll just read off. I have the. Like the results of the actual matches And you can probably tell as I'm reading it These are basically the exact same If not mirrors of the past few weeks matches So we have Xavier Woods defeated AJ yeah. Styles We had Braun Strowman defeating Alois and Jackson Royker In a handicap match We had Jax and Noe Jackson and Shayna Baszler Defeating uh, Asuka and Rhea Ripley In a can they coexist kind of storyline thing Which we'll get into We had Bobby Lashley defeat former Hurt Business member Cedric Alexander um, We also had Matt Riddle Thank defeat him. Mustafa Ali and then the main event was Drew McIntyre versus oh yeah sorry Baron Corbin <laughs> so basically it was not a Raw superstar might we add exactly so um, in terms of in ring matches and stuff nothing really stood out and again not knocking the performers the matches just didn't have anything going for it it's a shame being the go home episode of Raw right before your biggest show of the entire year it it's a crying shame, really. And usually we'd say, like, oh, at least SmackDown can carry it. It can't because SmackDown has a WrestleMania edition of uh, SmackDown. So you're going to have two actual WrestleMania matches on SmackDown. Um, same with NXT. NXT can't bulk it up, really, because NXT have their own event now, tomorrow. So there is no, there was no wiggle room there. Raw should have knocked it out of the park. And if they knew they weren't going with it, they should have given us something slightly different or con- continue to build them feuds. The uh, so there's only really two highlights from the show, so we'll just touch on them and then call it a day, really. So, um, my standout of the night, whether it was segments or a promo, whatever you want to call it, it, was Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny absolutely smashed it last night, he's been killing it since he came in at the Royal Rumble. All he did was perform at Royal Rumble, and then he had a little instance then with uh, the Miz where he attacked him, then he jumped off the top rope this i suppose you could say oh long-term storytelling stuff that's grand whatever you want to call it um according to triple h bad bunny has been at the performance center every day since the royal rumble pretty much and if not every day every second day and he's been working in ring chatting to some of the guys and girls just getting some nuances so what do we do when I get in the ring here Oh, the hard camps here working on stuff that guys and and girls should be doing consistently do you know what i mean yeah it's not Roster should be taking fucking notes. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Like imagine having someone come in who's just a fan at the end of the day and they're coming in and they want to put in a shift because they respect the business that much. And that's what I think is great. Whatever about he's getting a WrestleMania match, whatever about he's taking up time on the roster on the main shows and stuff, he's actually providing a service here that's very enjoyable to watch. I feel Mm -hmm. um, him and Damian Priest have been a perfect partnership. Um, it's great to see Damien Priest consistently on the TV. And it's in fairness, it's a testament to him as well, taking Bad Bunny under his wing almost and being like, Do you know what, yeah, look, we can we can make something worker. And uh yeah, Bad Bunny last night though, he rocked up in a three and a half million quid uh Bugatti. And uh yeah. it was a cool show. What, shot, what, did, we, what
0: did we talk about um about I don't know if it was a week ago? What show was it we were saying about getting more eyes on the product? That could have been even last week's. Smackdown or something like
1: I think it was, yeah. We,
0: we we raised this we raised this point on two separate occasions. I think it was the Shaquille O'Neal that uh, was won for AEW. And fucking someone in the comments will remind me or not. Uh, and <laughs> probably last week's SmackDown about like being able to generate viewership and get oh Logan Paul. Yeah, yeah, we were saying the use of, of celebrity stature to get more eyes on the product. Mm. And as far as that being a successful venture, bad money. His, his, his current work ethic for a celebrity it's fucking way better than Stephen the mail, Um, you know, it's it it's been integral in WrestleMania specifically, but it's been integral in WWE. And I don't know that I've seen someone outside of maybe Mike Tyson or, or or probably Floyd Mayweather, who is is literally a celebrity, has nothing to do with the wrestling business, come in and be so well intertwined in the entertainment aspect of it from the mad Bunk we, it was taken at Royal Rumble and just how far along they've been able to tread this needle and, and keep it going I didn't initially like it because I didn't know him he wasn't he's not I'm not his demographic of an audience I don't like that's fucking saying something um, and, and we talked we touched on this before the show it shouldn't be the biggest talking point of Raw that that's your best moment but Fairfox that we at least got that and Fairfox the Bad Bunny for the work he's been putting in because it was great. Um yeah. Can't fault them. Uh you know, as far as celebrity uh what interactions go in, in WWE and in history's past, this one should go down as one of the better ones.
1: Yeah, absolutely and that's the thing as you said, it's not something that like again, Bad Bunny was fantastic. He has been fantastic consistently since Royal Rumble now. But again, obviously you have a roster of great guys in terms of wrestlers. Um, Bad Bunny isn't you don't want to hang your hat on that segment going into WrestleMania obviously they ended up that's what they did and I'm glad we got it because he really has put in a shift lately whether it was the Royal Rumble bumps uh, whether it was coming in and out and they kind of distracting the Miz 24-7 champ There you Wouldn't go. longer 20,
0: random ones as well
1: exactly yeah 24-7 championship he's had um, he also then as well uh, last night uh, he arrived in the Bugatti uh, we had a segment then with Miz and Morrison uh, painting all over it and stuff like that then we had a segment then where um, Bad Bunny found out and he was like, oh, Jesus, he was going mad. The boys attacked him. And then eventually then him and Damian Priest strolled down to the ring, Bad Bunny, and he caught a really good promo. Yeah, I suppose it was a bit long, but it was actually really good. And what I liked was the fact that obviously Drew McIntyre touched on it in his own problem at the start and it was that heartfelt kind of thing and that's what Bad Bunny was saying he was like I grew up watching wrestling I grew up watching these pay-per-views with me, me dad me, me brothers and stuff like that, my friends and I've always had a respect for the business and he actually shows it he shows it week in week out yeah. that he has respect for the business in my eyes anyway um, and again not knocking on any other celebrities or nothing like that like you might see say, Mike Tyson on AEW a few months back where he was yawning and falling asleep and stuff again he's there for a paycheck. It feels like Bad Bunny's there because it's something fresh. It's something to sink his teeth into. And he seems to be that kind of, he has yeah. that work ethic, as you said. So he did really well. Great promo from the guy. I'm not going to lie to you. you can actually ask me, Mrs. i oh, have been listening to a few of his songs recently. I don't know. He's actually, he's, he's calling fucking, to me as well.
0: He got you. He,
1: he got you. He got, he got you. Yeah. Palm with a hand job. Whatever. Uh, Jesus. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. So Savage, Savage promo by him. Uh, a great promo by uh Damien Priest as well, actually. Yeah, it was only a short one. Yeah. Great promo by Damien Priest, so that's now a tag match at WrestleMania. And then the only other thing that actually stood out to me, um, like in terms of I suppose that I, I'd call oh, that that was actually really good. And if I had a misdraw, I would have went back and watched it. Was actually the the and Ali match was great again, it didn't really give us anything new anything to kind of as we said sink a teeth into because they don't have a match at WrestleMania. Uh, Seamus on commentary was fantastic. Um, again, that's not just Irish bias. He obviously threw in some like kind of like Dublinisms or whatever you want to call them. Like you know what I mean? Um, but I thought it was great when he first sat down, uh Samoa Joe turned around and he's like, oh what's the crack, Seamus? And he's like the crack is mighty. <laughs> and I was like, that is deadly. Yeah. That's something obviously for us to kind of laugh yeah. about because that's that's nice to hear. But um fair balls for Samoa Joe to go out there and just throw that out. But um the only other thing then that really stood out was probably uh, Drew McIntyre's promo at the start of the show. Um that was it, yeah. I was a, yeah, I was gonna was, say that was yeah. the only
0: other um meaningful thing to, to take on from Raw. Um we were not gonna touch on the negatives too much. Obviously the, the women's uh, tag team we knew that was gonna be a throwaway. Yeah um desperately needs to fucking shake up everything's sunk to the bottom a little bit there. Just looking forward to the singles match at this point. <laughs> um yeah the other the other few bits happen on the guard they just weren't like not being bad, stick Baron Corbin in the tag team, make him wear a wolf mask and make him join the fiend or something. Yeah. Like, like I, I look at how they've executed Damien Priest. He was yeah. this, you know, fucking long wolf-ish, stoic-ish motherfucker and that's how you execute that character correctly when you're bringing him up to the main roster and you want to book him, right? What they did with Baron Corbin was they made him needle fans to the point where he was getting near JBL levels of fucking we don't want to watch you anymore and then they didn't do anything with him. They didn't even yeah. lose him money in the bank as well. Like,
1: yeah, it's, it's a shame really because he, um, I feel like, as you said, with the whole needling of the fans and he's almost JBL level of heat and stuff like that, that you could do so much with it. And obviously, he's actually, yeah. he has a surprisingly really good uh, what you call it, moveset. I love his moveset. Oh, I love his moveset. excellent. Yeah. Deep six,
0: end of, end of days. Yeah, excellent
1: moves. Great moveset. Oh, great moveset. And then them kind of moves as well, he can, he can do them on anybody at any time. You've seen him do it on taller guys, like the likes of a Drew McIntyre. Absolutely, you nearly know, put him through a ring with a with the deep six there. Um, stuff like that, you know what I mean? He has a great move set, and his finishers are so well protected as well. Not many people kick out of uh, End of Days, or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, yeah. They, they literally don't. Um, I think actually, i seen a stat there, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, whatever it was, on SmackDown. That was the first person first person that kicked out of the End of Days, was like two or three weeks ago on SmackDown, uh, in over a year. So that's how well-protected that finisher is. It's literally on par with the likes of the one-winged angel, boy, Kenny Omega, which is insane to think yeah. when you look at the level of celebrity or where they are on, on their specific companies. So that's just crazy to me. You could have done a lot yeah. more with Baron Corbin, hopefully in the new year, when they do shake up the rosters a bit, he gets a bit more of a, a push when it comes he to like clearing even, even give there, him
0: a comedy gimmick or something. just yeah. like Or even just to sit character. down with him.
1: He's just like... The like guy'd say, "Sit down with him and just see what yeah. what he's comfortable doing." Because it feels almost like some weeks you have him, you're, you're nailing on the fact that he's still king of the ring after nearly two years. That doesn't sit well with anybody, um, with a yearly tournament. So you have the, yeah. you're, you're pushing on that sometimes. Then you're like, "Ah, oh, King Corbin." Then one week you're like, "It's Baron Corbin." Then one week you're saying, "Oh, he's talking about how how expensive his watches and his suit. He's almost hitting a Rick Flair kind of gimmick." And then he's going to kind of borderline comedy with Sami Zayn. You need to sit him down and because I'm sure he has ideas of what he wants to do. He's he's fairly outspoken as well. I've seen it on documentaries with him. So
0: see the thing is his his heel demeanor doesn't match the the facade. Like yeah. he's not Lesnar. Why yeah. like what the, oh people don't like me, I'm a lone wolf, or I don't like people. That's the impression you got on. Dude looks like he give you a great hug. Like <laughs> fucking let, like nice him, let him be let him be a big guy. Let him do a few fucking put us on Neil make a wish or something. Like just I don't know, fucking just give him something interesting to to, to do. Give him a comedy yeah. character, let him be a tag team for a little while. That's literally think about your favorite superstar, they were a tag team forced. Yeah. Every single one of them. Think about your number one favorite. They were a fucking established tag team forced.
1: Yeah, true, all yeah. of them. Yeah, that's the one, thing. like Yeah, like Sean all Michael's my favorite. Do you know what I mean? Shawn Michaels, my favourite, was in the Rockers. Do you know what I mean? Uh the why rockers. not? Yeah, like why not? Like um, it gives gives yeah. everyone's kind of something to do. Like, but um, yeah, apart from that though, Raw was yeah. fairly quiet, uh, fairly, I suppose, yeah. paint by numbers almost. Um, all the matches, predictable winners. But like that's it's actually funny because I actually had the results typed out for the Instagram post. Um, every time a match started i just type out who I thought would win and I got them all right bar the tag team one. I thought Shane base, so I was going to eat a pin <laughs> do you know what I mean um, that was another good segment <laughs> though as well with the likes of Rhea Ripley basically pu- pulling up the the heel uh, the heel moment there by attacking Asuka throwing her into the ring then for uh, yeah. Nia Jackson-Base had to pick the bones but uh, apart from that really really poor go home edition of Raw and it's very funny because we were only talking about how bad the go home edition of Raw before Elimination Chamber was and we were like, you could never get as bad as that, and I think they actually have, which is a shame. Before that, big like January
0: was, I think, the best um, month of raw and, and, oh, yeah. and excitement around the rumble. Yeah, like the thing, yeah. Was some, There were some go- Kevin Owens in the feud with Roman Reigns. Oh man,
1: yeah, yeah. But I, think, I know
0: that was SmackDown, but like, I'm just, it, it, it's one of the things that came to mind as like important things. Actually, no, it was, it was fucking McIntyre and thing in January as well.
1: McIntyre, yeah. uh, shameful, no.
0: Seamus, yeah.
1: Was it Seamus, yeah? Wasn't it? I think so. I remember oh, they fought after uh, oh, uh, no, she- at a gave
0: him the sword ahead of his uh, scrap with him
1: Oh, yeah. He was almost like me Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I forgot about oh, the sword.
0: Fuck it. You know what? It, 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 yeah. Yeah.
1: January but, uh, is a better month for it. I'll anyway,
0: hope that uh, man is better.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, the last thing, look, I'm still looking forward to Mania. It's just, it was like, if Mania had have had a really poor card, that kind of... Uh, that kind of episode of Raw would have uh, turned you off to be honest with you. Um like thank God we have some great matches now at Mania. I'm just hoping they all deliver. Um but yeah. Oh uh, bro. Oh gas. <laughs> so um yeah so we'll we'll call it a day on that anyway, because as I said, nothing else really kind of sticks out about Raw. There was some two two or so good segments. Uh Braun Strowman, I don't care. I don't even know why I named him. I just wanted to say that I don't care about him. That's all it was. But um, yeah, so we'll call it a day here. That was Braun our pre- Strowman time. is right
0: back. Leave it at that.
1: Yeah. That And yeah, oh, that's what I was going to say. Br- Braun Strowman, if you're... This man cutting the promo speaks like he's reading random capitalization in front of him. That's what he speaks like. And the man's tongue is too big for his mouth. He's just constantly spitting. And I feel like... Do you remember that segment with DX talking to to Slaughter and they have the window wipers? That's what people need when they're in front of Baron Co- uh, in front of Bronstrom in my eyes. But with that, Will Glenn's absolutely doing a laugh at her. Because yeah, boy knocked it out of the bar. Oh. Um, yeah, we'll call it a day here. That was our quick raw <laughs> recap. What we did like we tried to stay away from the negatives, but we ended up touching on it. But whatever, we'll leave it there. Um, but yeah, we're gonna edit that out. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, so if I'm arsed. But um, yeah, so we'll call it a day here. That was our raw recap. What we'll do is we'll be back here tomorrow anyway. We're finally going to drop our WrestleMania predictions, all three of us. Going to be good. Tune in for that. If you're watching on YouTube, as I said, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already because you don't want to miss that. I'm sure that would be a laugh all three of us kind of getting pumped for WrestleMania together. So that'd be good. And then, yeah, wherever you listen to your podcast, give us a follow on all your platforms and then hit us up on the socials, the DiscusLariat on Twitter, Larry Collective on Instagram. And then until next time, boop, we'll see you soon.
0: Take it easy.